Hello and welcome to the Into the Adultverse podcast. It's been a while since me and Damon have recorded, so, you know, we just had a little catch up. And one thing that's been kind of a recurring theme in our lives has been, you know, for the past couple weeks, we've been super, super busy and super stressed with things like school, you know, obviously elections happening south of the border, which is a cause of stress for many, many people I'm assuming right now. And just, you know, things happening in our lives. So we wanted to take today's episode and really uh, discuss a topic that both of us are experiencing right now, maybe me more so than Damien. And it's getting out of a slump. How do you get out of that feeling where, you know, you're stuck, you haven't really been able to progress in your goals, and you feel like you're just uninspired. And so this one's for everyone who feels like they're stuck. Hopefully it gives you some solid advice and you're able to relate to this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Into the Adultverse podcast. And man, what a pleasure it is to be back. I miss talking to you, bro. Like, I miss just doing this whole podcast thing. Um... Yeah, no, like like you said, like I've definitely been feeling, maybe for different reasons, but I've definitely been feeling like I'm in a bit of a slump myself as well. Um, and I guess it's interesting because there's different ways. It's not just one thing, right? Like a slump can be caused by many different symptoms. So I think it'll be useful for people to like I guess hear about some of those different reasons to see which one of those. Hopefully we hit on something. If anybody is in a slump, hopefully we hit on the reason why they are. And... I guess a good place to start would be, you know, just acknowledging it is completely okay. It is completely normal to feel like this. I know, like, like I guess, like, both of us, we're kind of like the people who tend to beat ourselves up a lot over something like this. We constantly pressure ourselves to feel like we need to keep being productive, like, day in and day out. If we take some time off to just, like, chill out, and just relax it feels like time wasted it feels like we can doing we could be doing more with our time and man these slumps hurt us so bad because of that you know it's like and we can't expect to operate at 100 percent like we usually are so it's like this endless feedback loop of frustration like we're operating at 60 percent and we get upset we're not 100 percent that causes us to drop to 50 and then to 40 and like we're endlessly frustrated and the frustration isn't getting us anywhere but yeah like so talk to me like what's happening with you like what's why are you in a slump like what's popping and first off you just perfectly described like my life i think the feedback loop is so huge you know the feelings of guilt where if you're not as productive as you normally are and you know there's a number of reasons we feel this guilt like we're pressured to do something especially in this world of like entrepreneurship and business and things like you're pressured to make everything aside also you're pressured to like make as much money as possible mm-hmm. it kind of feeds into like the whole ego thing like why why do i need to like why does why does something why is something's value determined by how much money it makes me or you know like why is it only valid if i do art if my page has like 100k followers you know things like that and i think you know it it's super like it's super important to center on what you said in the beginning like it's okay to feel slow and sometimes it's okay for certain things in your life to be slow not everything in your life needs to be functioning at a thousand percent output you don't need to be an expert mm-hmm. in every field for to enjoy something you know your art page doesn't need 100k followers for it to be you know a completely valid form of self-expression for you um things like that just important to remind yourself of because yeah like you said that feeling of guilt isn't going to help at all. If anything, it's just going to make you feel worse about the things that you're already stressed about. And that negative feedback loop mm-hmm. is something I've been feeling a lot, like that anxiety of like, oh, I already woke up late, not focusing on my goals, whatever it is. And then you start, you know, that anxiety kicks in and you waste time dealing with that and things like that. And I think especially in today's world where 
maybe you don't have access to the mm-hmm. same people that you were able to vent to before. I mean, yeah, there's video call, but it's not the same as like, you know, being like, yo, you want to talk? Something like that. Maybe you're not seeing your parents as often because of COVID. Maybe you're not seeing, you're not really able to get that social interaction as much. I think it's really important to forgive yourself because other people aren't there to do it for you. And other people aren't there to tell you like, hey, bro, don't mm-hmm. worry. Like, it's all good. You know, just take, take that nap, you know, chill for a bit. You know, this midterm doesn't mm-hmm. really matter that much at the end of the day. You got to you gotta affirm that with positive self-talk. And we've talked about positive self-talk before, but um, I think that's becoming more and more important than ever. So I'm glad you mentioned that. I kind of dodged around your question, though. Um, but <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I mean, you know, recently it's just been a lot of midterms for sure. Like, it's it's been impacting, like, the school workload, I think, you know, it it's easy to forget what school is like when you're at work. You're like, okay, I work so hard at work. I work nine to five. I'm there concentrating all the time. And school is kind of insidious in the sense that like, yeah, you're not like there nine to five, especially with online school, like you're at home, but it's insidious in the sense that like, it keeps you like on your toes the entire day. Like even if you're loafing, even if you're relaxing on social media between classes, even if it's 9 p.m., you still have that midterm in a week that you have to start stressing about. You still have the assignment due tomorrow. Assignment draw boxes close at midnight, which doesn't help anyone, you know. So basically writes off your entire day until midnight. Um, things like that, like little things like that really affect, like, I don't know, your day-to-day. And that's that's been affecting me a lot for sure. And I, I just I haven't been used to school because I've been working so much that, like, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know. I live in a basement. I don't get a lot of sunlight. Um, I think that's that, that's like an underrated factor for sure. Like your physical environment matters too. Um, and I've been seeing my friends, but obviously like, you know, only the friends that I live with. So that's been affecting me too. Like I haven't been seeing as many people as I was before. So yeah, it's just a combination of factors, man. Like it, it's been rough. Yeah. How about you? Tell me about what you've been going through. Yeah, man, with what you just mentioned, all of that compounds and it's such a, it slowly eats away at us. Mm-hmm. until we just feel that um for me it's actually like more similar than um i initially thought but i'm pretty mm-hmm. much going through the same uh, same things uh tons of deadlines approaching because mm-hmm. of school um i'm not seeing as my friends as much anymore i'm not mm-hmm. even getting as much like vitamin d some nice sunlight as much as i used to mm-hmm. the weather's starting to get colder so you know i can pull out that fall fits but i'm not going anywhere so i don't have anywhere to rock the fall fits too <laughs> yeah. It's a different type of seasonal depression to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that all it all starts eating away at you. And, you know, I'd, I think I've started to think about slumps as more an indicator of, okay, I need to pump the brakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rather than like beating myself up over a lack of productivity, it's making me realize like, okay, you know, my body's telling me it's time for a break. And I understand not everybody is able to have the luxury of taking a break whenever like they want to. But it's about trying to be systematic with it and mm-hmm. trying to integrate those breaks as much uh, into your day as much as possible. And I'm, you know, it's it's definitely should be a more active process. Like even when you're going about your regular life, um, you should try and integrate breaks into your day. I just feel like that makes me way more of an effective worker if I do that. If I'm just like 24 or 16 hours of the day, if I'm just straight working, I'm not getting effective work done. Like, I'm burning myself out. I'm hating the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But if I can weave those breaks in, then it may, allows me to come back into the work that I'm doing with a with this renewed sense of vigor. And I'm more mm-hmm. excited about it. One of the things, though, that um, you kind of touched on, which is that you don't see your friends as much. Mm-hmm. That was one of my biggest 
what's the word I'm looking for? That was one of my biggest kind of escapes or one of my biggest uh, remedies. No, oh. remedies for like that being in a slump, right? Oh, okay. One oh, in terms of I, seeing your friends. Yeah. Seeing my friends and as well, like having some of like the conversations that we used to have. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just some of those conversations I'd have with them. Like I get so excited mm-hmm. about life. You know, you start talking about your dreams or your aspirations or even like the things that just having this ability to vent to someone, to know that someone can relate to the struggles that you're going through mm-hmm. and having an earpiece for that is so, it's so helpful. And that's something that I've been hugely missing out on. So, you know, it feels like the struggles that I've been going through recently, and I don't know if you can feel the same, but it feels like the struggles I've been going through recently mm-hmm. have been solitary ones like it feels like mm-hmm. i don't i don't have as many people to go to it feels like you know you're not seeing don't people seem to be going th- to do that exactly mm-hmm. um and it's been tough working th- uh, through that but you know so this is i guess the first tip like tip number one break out of your environment like break out of that context and talk to somebody that excites you like talk to a close friend that is one of the best ways and i think we've talked about this before like one of the reasons why like we get so excited about podcasting is that conversation is one of the best ways to get into a flow state. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you start really resonating with somebody on a topic that you're both interested in, um, that like all your like fatigue and kind of anxiety kind of bubbles away for the, that the duration of that conversation, right? And mm-hmm. it's such an exciting thing. So I've tried to be a little more intentional with that recently, where you know I can't meet them in person, but I'll phone up a friend be like, hey, man, like, how are you doing? Um, how's COVID treating you? And, you know, some of those friends, and you probably have this as well, you just, I mean, you say hi. And then five seconds later, you're just in it. You're like, you're just in this crazy-ass conversation that randomly erupted out of Happens nowhere. Happens all like, the time, yeah. Yeah. And then, you you know, one second you're saying hi, the next second you're talking about, like, philosophy and all these grand questions about life. And those are just so so fun like i love those conversations those are priceless yeah yeah, yeah no you, what you kind of, sorry what what's your first solution yeah my first solution before i say that i just want to touch on a couple of things that you mentioned too i think yeah. the first thing you said said about breaks like per, perfect like segueing to like you know in terms of forgiving yourself and things like that like at the end of the day you can treat this like how i like to think of it is like it's almost like a speed bump right when you come across a speed bump on the road like you can't keep accelerating like you literally fuck your car like you cannot do that <laughs> that's the whole point of a speed bump right and so sometimes you know you getting into a slump is actually a good thing because it allows you to like kind of kind of slow down and take those breaks apply the brakes and like you know just be a little bit more aware of what's going on in order to prevent yourself from like actually burning out and like crashing really hard right it's almost like a defense yeah. mechanism for your body like you know it allows you to kind of like take stock of your surroundings and like you know really make sure that you're going on the right course and i think you know slumps are almost a good thing to do in terms of like a reflective exercise as well like take advantage of it mm-hmm. you know like when everything is going right and when everything is going super well you're not going to be as reflective as you could be because you know things are yeah. going right you don't need to you don't need to really like critique what you did because it's going right um and so I yeah like if anything yeah, yeah. A, a tip might be you know like maybe try and reframe what the slump is for you um it's like, like a check engine light sorry I exactly don't really need to cut in but like, no no no, no yeah i feel like a check engine light just building on your analogy is actually perfect because mm-hmm. you know it's a lot one thing like a lot when it pops up a lot of us just ignore it 
Mm -hmm. Like, we just keep doing that, you know, just keep driving around with it, just going off. That's reckless. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, you need that oil change every once in a while. Like, you know, we're not built to be at 100% output like all the time. And if anything, like, you know, maybe you check your engine and you take it to the shop and you're like, okay, well, maybe I want a new wrap on this car. You know, maybe I want to replace the rims. Like, you know, maybe I'm going to ball out a little bit. Right. And so I think, you know, similarly, like, yeah, maybe tip number two is like take 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 a break and like, you know, try and reframe the slump in the sense of allowing you to be more reflective because, you know, personally, like I find that when things are going all right for me, I'm not journaling. But when I'm feeling, you know, when I'm feeling down, I journal a lot. Right. So mm, and journaling is right. definitely a good thing to do. Right. So, um, so, yeah, it's just one way of looking at it. And then, you know, the other thing I was thinking about was how you said you feel like even more alone than ever in this struggle. Like it feels like your struggles are solitary. And we talked a little bit about this, like with the loneliness and COVID episode, but it's ironic that like, you know, if anything, our lives are more similar than ever before, like across the world, because, you know, all of us are sitting at home doing work from home or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But like, we feel like we're all in this unique predicament, but you know, in reality, everyone's going through the same shit. Everyone's been impacted by this in the same way. No one's seeing, I mean, other than those guys partying recklessly in Florida, but no one's really seeing their friends as much and things like that, right? And so um, it, it it is worth thinking about, like, you know, am I, am I the only person that's struggling with this? And ironically enough, like, I remember seeing on LinkedIn over the past couple of weeks, like, at least three or four posts that have been the exact same shit. Like, I think Lynn posted one, Joseph posted one, like, a couple of people posted one where it's like, yeah, you know, I haven't been as active on LinkedIn over the past couple of weeks, you know, I've been like, feeling a little bit of burnout and i'm like dude like Mm -hmm. we all have been feeling the exact same thing at the exact same time like that's not a coincidence it's not just because yeah i mean covid's been going on for a while but like you know it comes in it comes in waves like how you feel about solitary confinement or you know quarantine and things like that and like you know the weather's changing it's getting colder like it's not a coincidence that everybody's feeling it at this time and so i think it really helps to just kind of reframe in that perspective like yo if everyone's feeling this way i just got to get through it and it's totally fine it's not like i'm falling behind everyone else it's not like it's a race to see who can recover first. It's just something, you know, that, that is natural. And like it ebbs and flows just in the same way that like, you know, it's natural that after you run like a couple kilometers, like you're going to get a little tired and like, you know, you rest up and you keep going after that. So yeah, it was just something I was thinking about too. We're going to be, I guess, jumping back and forth a bit as we go through the this episode unfortunately we don't really have one linear set of solutions to follow so we're kind of going to go ad hoc but just to build on the journaling and reflection point that you mentioned i think it's a really useful practice to just ask yourself okay why am i feeling like i'm in a slump right now and try and identify the reason because you know it could be multivariate in its symptoms for me personally like i know mine is kind of two-pronged right now the reason why i'm in a slump it's because, you know, there's a lot going on in my life right now and it hasn't really given me much of a chance to work on the things that I'm really passionate about. Like even the podcast recently, right? Like we've had to pump the brakes on that um, just for the sake of my sanity, um, for the sake of our sanity through this time. And it's it really does take a toll, especially for, you know, the, like I'm doing school right now, but like for the people who are working that nine to five, if all you're doing is just like the nine to five Monday to Friday and you're not super passionate about the work that you're doing and then Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. you're too exhausted from the week to do anything. So you don't really spend time like working at something more so just, you know, kicking back and relaxing until you yeah. can get back to that same grind Monday again. It's 
I think you really should try first of all to try and find something that you're passionate about. Like find a passion mm-hmm. project that you can work on long term. Something that you know it's not just a quick thing, and you know like maybe the quick thing mm-hmm. is just to help you get started. You know, pick up like the learning curve on it. But having this bigger thing that you're working towards, and slowly, bit by bit, incrementally making progress towards so building rewarding. that thing. It's yeah. such a uniquely it's like satisfaction for like feeling you know? yeah like it's yeah because it, it, you you know you earned it like there's other things you'll do through life and it's basically it's we get a lot of participation rewards right yeah and like fuck those participation uh medals like what what is the point of that mm-hmm. like nobody is really gaining anything from that so the the ability to work at something, the ability to see that you're accomplishing something is so rewarding. Like not even just for that physical object, but to help build up your self-esteem, to build up just this satisfaction you're feeling about life. Yeah. And you know what? You can you deserve it. Go <laughs> brag about it to your friends. Like post it on LinkedIn, whatever. You can rub it in everybody's faces. Um, and yeah, so ask yourself that question. There's the notion that you know don't sacrifice mm-hmm. what you really want for what you want right now and you know to put it in other words like there's this i, I hate that i can't remember his name but uh, there's this other quote right mm-hmm. incredibly concise and succinct but so beautiful hard choices easy life mm-hmm. easy choices hard life and it's as simple as that you know like sometimes the choices that we make we know that we really want to do like you know not eating that <laughs> this is cake. such a good like, we always come back to the yeah. like the fitness examples but it's the it's low-hanging fruit it's low-hanging fruit um but even something as simple as like okay you know putting off gaming for the night so that you can learn about i don't know programming like or like woodworking or metalworking like whatever right it's effortful in the moment but long term once you start to see the growth from that future you is going to be thanking you so much and it, it's so funny because mm-hmm. it's kind of timely in one of my group chats right <laughs> um one of the guys shout out andre um uh, he was just like we're like we're just working on our project and we're kind of at this mm-hmm. stalemate where this project is kind of just kicking our asses and he's just like Yo, you know what like screw it i'm gonna just do this later that's a future andre problem man you know yeah. what like that guy's Always. life kind of sucks like all the time so <laughs> i want to yeah, I want to do future Damien a favor and not have to keep putting him through that. If you break it up and just ease the burden, split that burden between, you know, work a little bit on it now, work on it a little bit tomorrow. It is so much easier, I assure you, than cramming. I and I say that now, but I, just, so. I still cram all the fucking time. <laughs> like, I, it's, yeah, it's hard to work past it. But, you know, the moments where I have been able to discipline myself and work at mm-hmm. that like incrementally do a little bit of work now a little bit of work later man i was so like there mm-hmm. is no stress on me during that entire process and you know i do i am able to work pretty nice like when a light a fire under my mm-hmm. ass you know last minute whatever is due but you know you can get a lot of you can really get really quality work done if you allow yourself time to work at it and chip at it and you know your brain's just working on on the background mm-hmm. no absolutely doing the work Dude, for you so you many enough so many like things I relate yeah. to with with what you just said in the sense of one thing and ironically this might be this might be a little confusing for our listeners because I might have some conflicting advice with what you just said. Um, first off, like I think the the analogy of future you is so useful because 
one thing that people often do is that they're kinder to others than they are to themselves. And so what they'll do is, you know, you wouldn't expect one of your friends to be, yeah. you know, grinding all the time and like not taking any time off. And like, you know, if your friend was in a slump, you wouldn't be like, oh, you're a fucking bucket. You should feel guilty. Right. You, you try and be as supportive as possible. But, you know, the problem is sometimes we don't yeah. do the same favors for ourselves. So when we abstract away, you know, that person into like a separate person, like, oh, this is future Damien. Like, I want to do future Damien a favor. Like, that guy's pretty cool. Like, I want to help him out a little bit. You know, that makes it a little bit easier to sympathize with things like that. Yeah. Um. The point at which I'm going to, you know, maybe offer some contradictory advice and, you know, take whatever advice you think is, is appropriate to you. But um, recently I've been thinking of um, not just asking like, oh, why am I in a slump? But am I excited? Like tackling it from the other side of things. Like I've been realizing that um, I just haven't really been excited oh, about yeah. a lot of things. Like I haven't been feeling excitement. And I, and I realized like, dude, what's the point of living life if you're not excited about things, right? Like, how does it make sense to live a life with no excitement? Like, why we, why, why mm-hmm. would that life be worth living, right? And so, yeah, I, I had this conversation with a friend. I was like, yo, what are you excited about? Because, like, to be honest, I'm not really excited about anything right now. Like, I used to be excited about so many things. And we talked about it. We're like, yo, maybe it's because you've been doing so many exciting things before. Like, you know, you kind of had your dose of it maybe it's because a combination of like you know quarantine and like being back at school rather than at work at these like you know cool companies that you think are you know innovative like maybe it's a combination of a lot of things but i started thinking i was like yeah like mm-hmm. obviously you know there are some things you got to grind out like i'm not going to drop out now i'm almost done like you know i want to finish my degree right and like you know sometimes you got to grind out like oh you got to eat that broccoli and rice because you know it's good for you and like you know future future food will thank you right but that that's definitely you know that definitely applies still but what i'm mm-hmm. saying is you know if you're consistently living a life where you're not excited about some anything and you just dread everything that you do like is that a good life like you know maybe you should like maybe the answer is and i'm not saying this is the answer for everyone but like you know maybe you hate dieting you hate fitness and you hate it maybe the answer is you know get a little chubby you know enjoy your food get into it like maybe you're really passionate about food and, you know, fitness is preventing you from enjoying something you're passionate about and something that really, really excites you. And, and, you know, you're interested in learning about cultures and the histories and things through food. Then, you know, go ahead and get a little chubby. Like, you know, maybe fitness shouldn't be your priority then because you just generally don't enjoy it as much. Right. Um, and so, like, I think it's a balance. Like, obviously, you know, there are some decisions you're going to have to make where, you know, you got to do it for future you. But at the same time, like if you're consistently living a life where you're not excited about anything, maybe you need to switch things up. And if that's happening long term like eight, 12 months, like you definitely need to switch something up. And I think this kind of goes to your point about the passion project. Like, you know, even having one of those things in your life that you're excited about, like just exponentially Mm. makes the rest of it better. And like, man, I got to say, like, if, if maybe if we had done the podcast a little more consistent the last couple of weeks, like I wouldn't have felt this down because like, at least it would have been something to look forward to in terms of conversation. Right. So yeah, Mm. but honestly, that's on us, you know, let's keep each other a little bit more accountable and like, even if we're stressed, we can squeeze in 30, 40 minutes for a conversation. So let's try and do that a little bit more. Um, But yeah, man, I I don't know if you have any thoughts on that kind of contradictory advice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean like hot take, hot take, hot take. Um, well, so I, I I will say like the first portion mm-hmm. of that, the question about am I excited, I I definitely agree with that, mm-hmm. and I think it kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm saying, um, with what I was saying earlier, and it's just a different way to reframe the question mm-hmm. about you know am I doing something that I'm passionate about right now, um, and you know typically that's the most pure and wholesome route to excitement in life is through working on things that you're passionate about, and 
you know like of course there's other ways to get it like if you're into like drugs and stuff like that you know just be be safe out there kids um but you know the so the latter portion of what you were saying though with you know just get chubby and whatever like basically like um triaging or just listing what exactly what prioritize what priorities you have and like which things That's that you thing. you yeah. rank highest is important to you you have Pick to be choosing your battles man. yeah and that's, yeah. that's the thing like you have to understand there's a trade-off with every choice right like if mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. just go in all in on the foodie world like you are going to put on weight and like don't be surprised when you put on weight like don't be sad when you put mm-hmm. on weight if you're going to be mm-hmm. a foodie you have to understand that okay well in order to be able to allow myself to pursue this guilt-free, maybe I'm going to have to go a little harder, like, at the gym. Otherwise, like, mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. to acknowledge that eating, like, all the time will result in, a, like, a greater ca- caloric intake and that results in more fat in your body. Um, and mm-hmm. You can't have your cake and eat you it, You can't too. have your like, cake and if, eat if you're deciding to do something, whatever it is, you just got to be aware that that's a trade-off you're making and you are making that. No one else is making that decision. Exactly. Right? And, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things is like once you start to taste the fruit of those hard choices, like, again, like going back mm-hmm. to fitness because like it is such a, again, like physical pursuits are such a pure thing, right? Like it's... I'm about to hit the gym after this. Yo, you're, you know, get, get excited <laughs> about it. Um, physical pursuits are such a clear thing because like there's no gray area. Like it's very black or white, right? Like you can either lift the weight or you can't. Um, but like Mm -hmm. once you start consistently hitting those workouts you start to feel like that rush of those um androgens after right yeah um endorphins endorphins, sorry say androgens what the fuck endorphins yeah (laughs) endogenous morphine um once you start to feel the rush of those it is such a crazy high and like you feel so good Mm -hmm. about yourself after like the soreness in your body Mm -hmm. i love that like i love feeling that like it's such a like it's a unique reward in and of itself and you know once you start to do that consistently you start seeing the effects and how it starts to reach out to other parts of your life and you know those other parts of your life are that much better now you know you you know you're you're a little less achy you feel like you can think a lot more clearly you can get out of bed a lot more Mm -hmm. easier in the mornings you're more disciplined etc etc so Mm-hmm. definitely be cognizant about like the choices that you're making and try as much as possible to embrace those hard choices because the future is going to thank you for that mm-hmm. absolutely no amazing advice yeah like embracing hard choices and making sure you're choosing what your hard choices mm-hmm. are like just be and we've talked about this so much on the podcast it feels like a meme but just being intentional bro hashtag be intentional 2020 like <laughs> just you know, like why, like if, if you're doing something and you really hate it, ask yourself, like, who is expecting me to do this? Like, you know, yeah, sure. Like if I grind super hard in school, it'll be worth it in the long run. But like, do I even want to do that? Like, is that long run even something I want? And once you ask yourself that, like, you know, drop the things you don't want to do and, you know, go all in on the things you want to do. And if those things have hard decisions, you know, by all means, you know, grind it mm-hmm. out and recognize that, you know, even Muhammad Ali said he hated every second of training, right? But he wanted to be a champion and he knew that's what it would take. So that's what he did. I mean, that's a that's a good point in and of itself. Like, if you have that why, like, why am I doing this? Then you can bear anyhow. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know mm-hmm. that, okay, like, working out now is hard, but, you know, at the end of it, I'll be able to eat that cake. I'll be able to go out on those sushi dates. I'll be able to down that bubble tea. Like, whatever your your grandiose why is, 
mm-hmm. keep that in mind and like establish that write it down make mm-hmm. it concrete manifest it bring it to fruition um and just you know, it'll help <laughs> you get excited about life tip number three get get your why and get your why in and get excited yeah cool good stuff is man. that just three yeah. i feel like we what, what more. uh anyway sorry we definitely had more we definitely hit more we just did a number yeah um i was gonna say like you've obviously been in slumps before yeah. right um what about this slump do you think is different like i mean other than covid um you know what about this slump has been different for you in the in terms of like how you've reacted to it and how how like you know you're planning on getting out of it mm, that's a good question um i mean yeah covid obviously is the big one because it, it's a different arena now that we're playing in mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i think i've gotten a lot better at getting out of slumps and it's not to say that you know i don't get in slumps anymore because obviously i do like everybody does it's a natural part of life um i think i've just gotten better at systematizing the the solutions like the the steps to get out of it um and Mm -hmm. and just integrating that into my schedule as a whole and you know a big thing about it Mm -hmm. is you know starting from a place of compassion like being compassionate with yourself and understanding that you know, I won't be able to force myself into a 100% output mentality. I have to start yeah. from the, you know, 50% or like 30% or even if it's 10%, you know, like the fact of the matter is that you have to keep pushing. You have to keep moving forward because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, even if it is only 10% output that you're producing, that's still 10% better than zero. Um, and they, that's what I'm trying to keep in mind. Right. And it's it's all about baby steps. So I understand mm-hmm. that, you know, being compassionate about myself, I'm not forcing myself to push 20 out when I can only push 10. Um, and like mm-hmm. starting from a place of compassion, then I can slowly push myself further and further. You know, I started 10. You know, today I feel like I can go for 20. I'm going to go for 20, maybe 25 mm-hmm. and, you know, pushing myself mm-hmm. where I can. But it definitely does come from a place of um, self-awareness. Like I, I've over mm-hmm. time, like I've understood more about myself through various experiences so I know where to push myself and where to kind of just let myself just chill for a bit. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I think it'll be like a lifelong pursuit where I just keep finding the strategies and learning more things about myself and even just changing my own disposition in certain ways. Like I've slowly mm-hmm. started embracing discipline more into my schedule just because I understand the value of discipline. And, you know, it's part of that why. Like it's easier to make the hard choices when I have that why and you know, if you can't expect to accomplish big goals if you're not disciplined. Mm-hmm. What about you, though? Yeah, no, really good points. I think yeah, very, very similarly to the compassion aspect is like trying to make it a little less personal. Like, you know, like a slump, I almost treat it like a natural disaster. You know, like it is what it is. It happens. Like you can't look at a hurricane and be like, yo, why? Yo, it's my it has, fault. Yeah. Like some butterfly flapped its wings. Like I should have never got that coffee. Like, no, like a hurricane <laughs> is a hurricane. Like it happens. Like there's nothing you can do about it other than take the steps necessary to prepare for it. And the better you get at creating that system to get out of it, the better you are. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, yeah, like once you take the personal, like it's in the same way, like being compassionate to yourself, like, you know, it's not your fault that you get into a slump, right? Like it's like getting an injury when you're an athlete, like you push yourself hard, like you might get injured. It's not your fault. Like it's not because your body has some defect. Like it's like, okay, well you were playing pretty hard and you hit your ankle. Right. Like that's just part of the game. And like, you know, when things like that happen, you just got to, you know, take the personal out of it and just really focus on it as much as you can do to get better. And that, that comes along with like, you know, forgiving yourself for being, you know, a little bit slower and like taking it, ramping it up, right? Like the day after a fucking ankle break, like you're not going to go play ball, mm-hmm. right? Like 
you know, you might walk a little bit after a week, you know, you might like walk with, without crutches after like three weeks, you know, you take it slowly and you, you rehab yourself, right? In the same way, you got to rehab your productivity. So I think that's, that's really important as well. Um, yeah. And then in terms of like, what, what else am I doing differently? I guess one thing that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to stay out of my room. I found that that that's personally like one way that like, I, it becomes really easy for me to like get down is when I don't have people around me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like, you know, to some extent there's some toxicity there where like I try and force myself to be positive whenever I'm around people. But at the same time, you know, when I don't have anyone to be positive around, I feel like I can get really negative. And so mm. trying to spend less time at home, like I feel like, um, or not even at home, but in my room specifically, like sometimes I'll go work in the living room or, you know, um, uh, Sometimes I'll like try and go to campus or like a cafe to study, um, something like that along those lines, like versus like staying at home and like being in the same bed or like the same room for the last like fucking from like 9 a.m. to like 2 p.m. Like definitely does not work for me. So that's something I'm being intentional about, like knowing your limits and being like, you know what? Like if I do this, I know it's happened before and I know I'm going to get into a slump and I know I'm just going to take a nap. So Mm -hmm. just removing that option entirely has been something that's been working for me yeah definitely like what one thing that's always helped me out and i think this is uh to your quite earlier question like this is one of the reasons why um this -hmm. has been hitting a little harder on me is that like during the summer i used to go for a walk like every day pretty much um Mm -hmm. and that time like outside like i would just like i'd either throw a podcast on sometimes listen to music or sometimes just like the sounds of nature i Mm -hmm. like that lack of like constant first of all physical exercise and B, like that mm-hmm. ability to walk out of, kind of take a break from everything and just go on a walk, right? Like it mm-hmm. forces me into a different environment, into a different context. So it allowed mm-hmm. me to go back into my work uh, with like a fresh pair of eyes. And I felt rejuvenated from that. So that's something like mm-hmm. I definitely need to start doing more. And it'll be a little tougher as things get colder. But you know what? It's all about finding like ways to do it, like avoiding the excuses and finding ways to execute. So I mean, like, we'll, we'll see. I just got to bundle up a little more. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's ho- this week's at least warm. So, yeah. you know, hopefully you get some time Shout out, out you know, warming. today, maybe in the next. Co- <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing it's done for us. Eh? Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Take some time over the next couple of days, man. I'm excited to see some walks on Strava. This keeping you accountable. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> I, Anyways, you know, I think we discussed a few tips, yeah. you know, you know, being being compassionate to yourself or giving yourself you know, placing things into perspective, looking at slumps as a way to, you know, an opportunity to reflect rather than just like, you know, something that affects your productivity, um, trying to relate as much as you can to people, you know, things like your physical environment and your social environment, talking to people, realizing that a lot of people are going through the same thing. You know, hopefully one of these tips has resonated with you. Um, and if not, you know, at least you know where, you know, maybe a direction that you can go in down the line. And keep in mind that, like, you know, it's always okay to be in a slump. It's totally mm-hmm. fine. And you're not expected to get out of it instantly. And you're not alone. Even the great Fuad Ali goes through slumps sometimes. <laughs> uh, I don't know about the great yeah. part, but, yes, I'm currently in a slump. And, you know, this conversation hopefully, yeah. you know, will, will help me get out of it. And more continued conversations to come. Yeah, this is, this is interesting. Like, we... Uh, this is definitely a bit of a warm-up period to this conversation relative like to when we were doing it before slumps really do take their tolls like you can't yeah dude we warmed up for like an hour yeah, yeah. i mean like, we, it'd be nice to just go off like straight up from the conversation like gecko but i mean it's hard when you're not talking to as mm-hmm. many people and whatnot but you know hopefully sure. like yeah. um if you guys like like the shorter episode formats definitely let us know 
um, mm-hmm. if you want to see a couple more longer episodes also hit up our inboxes we're always here to talk yeah mm-hmm. and with that yeah. happy to chat yeah, we'll bid you adieu cheers cheers <laughs>